Hey everybody, before we get into the show, I wanted to let you know we've got another live show coming up. We will be back at Maya Cinemas on Thursday, May 23rd for Furiosa, the latest in the Mad Max series. We are so excited for this one. Joining me to talk about it, we've got Sam Novak, Shahab Zargari, and Tony Gonzalez. A great lineup. It's going to be an awesome movie. We are so excited to talk about it. So make sure to check the show notes. There are opportunities to win tickets. You could also buy tickets. And we hope to see you there Thursday, May 23rd, 6 p.m. at Maya Cinemas for Furiosa. Hey, everyone. Before we get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. The decision has already stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion in many states across the nation. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. The decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. I encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word. Hi, welcome to another episode of Piecing It Together, the podcast where we take a look at a new movie and try to figure out what movies inspired it. And today on the show, uh, it's one of our special trailer roundups that we do every month. Uh, and I'm a little under the weather over here, so I'm going to keep our intro brief. But of course, Jason Harris from Awesome Movie Year is joining me to talk about a bunch of movies coming out in July. And that conversation is coming up in a minute. Uh, make sure you're subscribed to Piecing It Together wherever you listen to podcasts. That way you'll find out about when we actually cover all these movies. Uh, so yeah, make sure you're subscribed. Follow us on social media at Piecing Pod. Join our Facebook group, Popcorn and Puzzle Pieces. Uh, before we get to the conversation, I do want to quickly mention some listener puzzle pieces like we've been doing the last few months uh, for episodes on movies that we covered in the month of June. For Chippendale Rescue Rangers, Pete Abeda, who's been here on the show before, mentioned the South Park Member Berries episode, which, absolutely. For Ambulance, Chad Clinton Freeman mentioned Tough Guys, which, I don't know that movie, but um, knowing Chad, it's probably weird. Uh, the Northman, not, not so much a suggestion, but a correction. Also, Pete Abeda, who was the guest on that one, he said Macbeth instead of Hamlet as a puzzle piece on the episode and i didn't catch it i i think i thought he said hamlet um but you know whatever we're not experts we're just we're just having a good little movie conversation here so uh in a first um in the upcoming conversation with jason harris he actually gave me a additional puzzle piece for our cha-cha real smooth episode he mentions ordinary people so that's a nice little time loop of him mentioning it later on in this episode, and now I'm telling you about it here. I love when that stuff happens. And uh, last but not least, Mad God, uh, Chad Clinton Freeman again. He suggested a bunch of stuff. Uh, Star Wars, Raiders of the Lost Ark. You can't do that on television. And the last one I shouldn't even mention because it's nonsense, but Rob Zombie directing a James Gunn script, to which I replied, script? Question mark? So... Anyway, those are our listener puzzle pieces for the month. Uh, everybody, please continue sending in uh, your ideas for puzzle pieces on movies we cover, and I will read them on these trailer episodes. And 
let's get to the July trailers. Jason Harris is back with us for another month of trailers. I, I feel like we just did June. Did, was this month quick? This was a quick month, Dave, where America died. <laughs> yeah, that probably has something to do with it, <laughs> I'd imagine. Uh, yeah, what a time. What a time. But uh, What a time we'll to be alive 100 years ago. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Well, we will talk about movies, get our mind off it a little bit. But um, yeah, let's quickly uh, look back at what we talked about in our June trailer episode and see what we actually caught up with. Uh, First up was Dashcam, speaking of uh, everything going on in the world right now. Um, I didn't watch it yet. Did you see this? No. um, I think it's just still on demand, right? So I didn't have even an option because I don't want to pay money for stuff. Yeah, fair enough. I, I hear it's a very uh, difficult watch, but a lot of people really liked it. So I don't know. I might get to it one of these days. But next up was Hustle, which I know we both watched and both liked. Uh, yeah, really I good. liked it. I think you liked it more than I did. And um, one of the reasons is because like, as a fan of basketball, um, there was no real stakes once we saw how good that player was like oh are you going to be drafted number three instead of number one poor you right so yeah um but i liked it it's a good movie and uh it's nice to see adam sandler taking on something like that yeah my favorite thing about it was that it was you know actually a happy madison production and yet was like an adult movie (laughs) you know it's like not one of these where he's working with an auteur or something like that and so it's good to see some growth from him i mean that guy might become an auteur we don't know Oh, yeah. I mean, Jeremy Zager is really good, but uh, I mean, it's still in-house, so, you know. Uh, next up, Jurassic World Dominion, which, not a good movie, but, I mean, you know, it, it, it is what it is. It's it's not the worst thing I've seen all year, that's for sure. Did you see it? <laughs> no, because everyone hates it. So. Yeah, it's fine. I don't know. We're, we're actually uh, recording an episode on that one, so that'll hit when the VOD comes out. Crimes of the Future, which I still haven't managed to get around to. Did you watch that? No, because it, I mean, it's it, it. Yeah, we'll both watch it this year. We know. Yeah, that, so. it, it'll eventually come up. So, yeah, uh, my fake boyfriend, which I don't even know if that came out. I heard nothing about it. I don't um, even remember. Th- oh, that was the one where. Yeah, it looked horrible. It was like, hey, um, the only thing we could say about it is like, hey, look, the LGBT community can make horrible rom-coms too now, right? So yeah, I watched Fire Island. Equal. Did we ever talk about Fire Island on this show? No, that I don't even think that showed up on my lists when I was like putting together what we should cover on these trailer episodes. But yeah, I, I want to watch that. I heard it was pretty good. It's pretty decent. Like, I don't love it, but like, it's a solid like down the middle. Like, hey, this is our last trip, and you know, if you're looking for something. Uh, like that and you know in the lgbtq realm like that's a pretty good movie and i think bowen yang's gonna be a huge star he's a very talented actor i think nice well uh next up is Lightyear, which of course we covered here on the show you were my guest for that one uh fun with movie. my daughter yes absolutely she made yeah. her piecing it together debut yeah and uh yeah no it, it was good not great but good she saw it again for the for the oh, record yeah? so you know the kids must be loving it but um you know, like we said, it's an action movie, which it looks like we're we're previewing one of those today. It seems like they're really going in on action on these CGI movies, but it's just forgettable is what it yeah. is. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, next up was Spiderhead. Uh, Joe Kaczynski, who did Top Gun Maverick, also had this out. And uh, 
it's it's pretty good. It's not great. It's pretty forgettable. It's it's very much streaming content, but uh, it's worth watching. I, think. I was I was excited, but then you know the feedback was just meh, meh, meh. Yeah. So I focused on other things, and uh, you know it seems it seems like it's come and gone already, right? Yeah. Yeah. Next up, Cha Cha Real Smooth, which is our most recent episode of Piecing It Together. And uh, I liked it. I didn't like it as much as Cooper Rafe's last movie, Shit House. Uh, I think you were a little more down on it than I was. Yeah, I love Shit House. And it's funny, I listened to your episode and uh, I want to fight your guy. I don't really want to fight him, but <laughs> all the stuff that he seemed to like, I really didn't like. Like that scene where he's like, hey, mom, you're a great mom. I love you. You're the best. I was like, you know, how sweet is this guy? He's not a real human being at this point in time, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, an awesome movie year. It, that scene echoed to me when we covered ordinary people. And, you know, we had um, the kid giving the hug to the mom and like she didn't know what to do with it. And that was so much more of an affecting scene. I just felt like this was a step back for him because Shithouse is so good, you know, and this felt like no- nothing felt as real or as authentic um technically or on screen although i will say like leslie mann awesome in it she's the best thing to me and uh and brad garrett you know takes a character that has nothing and makes him a real character so those were my favorite things but i was bummed because i'm a big fan and there's funny stuff in there i just didn't all the glue didn't come together for me on that one Sure. You know, th- this is a first. Um, a- as we know, the last couple of months, I've been reading listener puzzle pieces uh, that people, you know, comment or whatever, send in before we get into this conversation. I'm going to add retroactively to the intro, you're adding ordinary people to cha-cha reels. Yeah, <laughs> so, which is really just that scene. But it's funny because yeah. and I don't want this isn't this episode, but it, I, you guys had the whole discussion on the dakota johnson character and she fell flat to me but i i think in my letterbox review go for jason i called her Mm. the manic pixie dream mom Mm. and she really you know i know you picked garden state i felt like this was his version of garden state but you guys were arguing that she wasn't a manic pixie dream girl but i do think this is that character 20 years later that manic pixie dream mom i thought it felt really into that um category yeah well, next up is the black phone, which uh, I really, really hated. <laughs> I'm so excited that, about that. <laughs> I didn't get to see it yet. It just came out this week, you know, and, um, you know, most critics like it. Our yeah. awesome movie year co-host Josh even liked it. And Josh Bell hates everything. But yeah, you when I saw your letterbox, Dave, like you gave it one star. And that was just so amazing. I was really pumped about that. Yeah, I, I feel really bad now because I found out a friend of mine worked on it. <laughs> And I just really tore that thing apart. But uh, yeah, I don't know. We still might do an episode. I I had already like pre-planned doing one with uh, somebody who's been wanting to be on Piecing It Together for a while now. Uh, So we'll see. We might talk about it some more. Um, We we might get to that. As as I mentioned when we covered it, Ethan Hawke, though, is really like going into that Murray McConaughey, Ethan Hawke, like taking real chances mode and everything. And not that he was ever, you know, uh, not, but really, he's really pushing himself. Yeah, Ethan Hawke is great. Um, he, he'll survive this one in my book. But uh, last up is Elvis, which I haven't gotten his chance to see yet, but I am planning on seeing this week. People love it. It's so long, though. Yeah, exactly. I mean, really, like we talked about, uh, you know, these kind of movies are love or hate, but um, 
you know, I don't know. It looks over the top in a way that I think could possibly be fun. So I don't we'll know. See. I don't know. Baz Luhrmann over the top. That doesn't really compute for me. Doesn't doesn't fit together. Yeah, who, that's who, not really who would describe thing, it. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to some July movies. And first up is a Netflix movie on July 8th. It is The Sea Beast. And uh, like you said, this is another one of these like action animated movies. Uh, Chris Williams, who directed Moana and Big Hero 6, uh, made this one. It's a pirate adventure where they're hunting monsters. Uh, Netflix has really been trying to make inroads into, you know, being a major animation studio. And this, you know, looks like it could fit right in there. Uh, it stars Carl Urban and Jared Harris and Dan Stevens as the main voices. What do you think about this? I was, uh, I like it. It looks good. It's, you know, it's, you know, that kind of big animated fair that you would expect to see on the big screen. And uh, we just covered some of the other cre creators of Moana on Awesome Movie Year as we start our 1992 season because they were involved with Aladdin. But I think yeah. this is going to be a really fun, like, Maybe it's going to be paint by numbers. Like, I don't expect any surprises in here, but it looks like a fun family movie right here. Sure. Absolutely. What do you have for uh, pieces? Obviously, there's the little girl and girls can't be pirates or sail or, you know, get abortions um, or anything <laughs> like that anymore. Right. So I think of like all those movies where it's like brave or um, I picked how to train your dragon in this one where it's like, sure. you know, like, oh, you're a girl. You can't do that. And. They turn out to do more than anything, right? Um, and I think you can't go anywhere without mentioning Pirates of the Caribbean, obviously, sure. on this one. Um, and then two others, it seems like this main pirate is stranded with um, uh, the little girl, right? And and this, I, I was really thinking about this because I know I mentioned this movie a lot, but I was thinking about how influential it's been over the past decade. But I look it up where it's, you know, older person, younger person who get trapped together on this adventure. And I really, not that that's the first movie to do it, but it's so effective the way that they did that. I think we're seeing so much of that based on Up. And then last thing I wanted to mention was uh, there's a stowaway. She's a stowaway. So let's uh, let's go to Cabin Boy, who wasn't really a stowaway, but 1994 awesome movie year, my pick. Cabin Hell boy. yeah. <laughs> Cabin boy. I love it. A great, great piece there. Uh, I also had how to train your dragon, especially the animation style kind of fits in with that. And of course had pirates of the Caribbean. You, you have to, when you're talking about pirates, I also thought of uh, Pokemon or the Pikachu movie, um, you know, for all these little cute monsters and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, that's kind of where I went with that. Uh, next up, limited release on July 8th. I'm not sure when it's expanding, but uh, Take the Night. Uh, this is a first-time feature from Seth McTigue, uh, who also uh, is the star of it. And it looks like a pretty intense crime-gone-wrong thriller uh, where they're kidnapping someone and then everything just kind of goes worse from there. It's, it's a good trailer. It looks really tense. Um, I, I'm interested in it. Yeah, I picked this, uh, you know, we always go back and forth on what we should put on here. And you gave me a list of like potential other ones. And um, I put this on here because July, we're in that, you know, kind of season where you're getting exactly what you think that summer movie meat and potatoes. And this looked like something a little more unique. Right. So, yeah. You know, I do think, you know, you say that kidnapping gone wrong, but it's it seems like the brother set up the kidnapping, right? So Something it's like, like that, a yeah. birthday party gift. 
So that that reminded me of the game where you know they have that big, amazing. I think is that David Fincher's most underrated movie. What a great movie that is! So. Believe it or not, it's the only Fincher movie I've never seen. I, I need. We to watch should you know game. we should cover that on a you know piecing it together missed missed opportunities movie or something like that. missing pieces. Yeah, but that um, <laughs> but that is a great movie. I love that movie. And um, but yeah, the idea of like someone setting someone up on this big uh adventure you said it very well there dave uh what, what did you a kidnapping gone wrong uh-huh. so i i thought of 30 minutes or less which is a comedy but if you ever watch the documentary based on that uh the the limited series on netflix you're like why would you ever turn this into a comedy this is a horrible tragedy that happened <laughs> and then of course you know hey it's a family member who was taken i'll put i'll say taken yeah, you got to include Taken on there. Um, 30 Minutes or Less is great, by the way. But uh, Yeah, it's a good movie, but it's just yeah. like totally, <laughs> what an inappropriate thing to make a comedy out of. But, uh, you know, hey, that's what we're yeah. doing, so. At least that guy didn't die in vain. They made a funny movie about his death. There you go. Absolutely. Uh, I focused a lot on the uh, brothers angle of this trailer with my pieces. Uh, First of all, I thought of, I mean, probably too new to be a real puzzle piece here, but Michael Bay's ambulance where two brothers kind of tie each other into a, uh, you know, a robbery, which goes wrong. So I thought of that. And then also John Singleton's four brothers with, uh, was it Tyrese Gibson, Mark Wahlberg, Andre 3000. I forget who the fourth guy was. But, you know, they're brothers and they get into crime and everything goes wrong from there. Uh, it was a little underappreciated movie, I feel like. Mm. I didn't see that. So I guess we've just traded one the go. game for one for brothers. I, I will take that trade. Next up is Bezos, uh, <laughs> which I don't Bezos? know. if it's, Yeah, I don't know if this is a real movie, uh, but there is a trailer. It's coming uh, limited release July 12th. Uh, it's from director Koa Lee, who previously made Walt Before Mickey, which is like a straight-to-video Walt Disney biopic. Also, the Ice Ice Baby, the Vanilla Ice Story documentary. Dude, this uh, guy's awesome. <laughs> stars Armando Gutierrez as Jeff Bezos. Also, I was Kevin, wondering who's playing. I think. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Kevin Sorbo, Emilio Estefan Jr. Uh, I mean, it's it's the story of Jeff Bezos, It's it, it, but in a very low-budget way. It looks ridiculous. Speaking of which, have you watched that new Maya Rudolph uh, show where she's playing like the the Bezos ex-wife type where she just no. says all the money and doesn't know what to do with it. I, I haven't seen it yet, but she's so talented and I'm excited to check that out. So Nice. That sounds great. Yeah. Look, if you don't have Succession on your list here, what are you doing? You know, sure. Succession, <laughs> Succession's the, the greatest show on television and like uh, you can see influences everywhere, including here. Yeah, And then I thought like, I could pick a lot of different business movies, but because uh, because of what it did, I went with the last blockbuster, uh, hmm. the documentary about blockbuster video, and you know just kind of how it played itself out. Because they're like, you can't have an online thing; we're a thing that's a real thing, right? You know, <laughs> yeah, so yeah. you can't sell books online or a thing. And now there's this huge trend where, God, man, I listen to the podcasts of like all these kind of like we worked. Or, you know, the drop, you know, the dropout. And it's like, oh, that's cool. Now I learned why Theranos sucks or something like that. And um, but then they turn it into a documentary and then they turn it into a limited series. So basically every limited series based on a failed business, they have the, you know, whichever one you just pick, whichever one you want, Dave. 
Yeah, no, fair enough. Because yeah, that is so hot right now. And like we we talked about it when we did our uh, TV trailer episode. Every single one of these things becomes the podcast, the docu series, the drama based on the docu series. They just they have to they can't help themselves. Uh, so that's good. Um, obviously, I thought of Jobs. Obviously, I thought of the Social Network. Anything with these tech billionaire yeah. type people. Yeah, I, I mean it, it's pretty easy to to kind of think of those things immediately with these but whether or not this is a real movie i don't know i think like uh who's that guy uh the pharma bro martin yeah. shrelnick or whatever his name is yeah you could totally see this guy doing that movie next oh yeah you know? i wonder if they can get the uh the wu-tang album for the soundtrack i know uh, i i haven't watched that uh rich and shameless on the pharma bro versus wu-tang but there is a, a piece of me that likes all that juicy nonsense that wants to watch it <laughs> So next up is uh, another action animated movie, Pause of Fury, The Legend of Hank, coming to theaters on July 15th. They show this trailer a lot when I go to the movies. Uh, it's a Nickelodeon cartoon movie. Uh, it stars Samuel L. Jackson, Ricky Gervais, Michael Sarah, Mel Brooks, uh, George Takai, and it's a martial arts based uh, with animals as the characters, kids comedy, and... I don't know. This isn't really my thing, but it certainly has uh, some fun stars doing the voices. Yeah, I didn't even recognize Michael Sarah's voice when uh, when I heard it. But yeah, you know, look, obviously you got Kung Fu Panda right away. Sure, um, you got to. And then there's this whole thing about dogs, like needing to fight other dogs or protect themselves. So I thought of Isle of Dogs, which what a great movie that is. Oh, yeah. Um, there's a whole thing where you know they even they I, the one thing I want to give credit for in this trailer is like. The idea of they seem to really be leaning into all those like old samurai movies and everything like, oh, yeah. maybe I need to train with a samurai master who has down on his luck as well and needs to do a comeback or whatever. So, you know, Kill Bill is obviously where you think of the, the someone who's really kind of pushed those those tropes to uh, his own level. And then the last one I picked was because there's a huge uh, scene where the animals all like just fart successively and laugh. The yeah. Blazing Saddle scene, speaking of Mel Brooks. There you go. I'm sure that's why they got him for the movie is because of that scene. But uh, yeah, definitely Blazing Saddles. Definitely Kill Bill. And plus, you know, Samuel L. Jackson, I mean, as being such a Quentin Tarantino mainstay, I wouldn't be surprised if they tried to get Uma Thurman for this. And, uh, you know, maybe it just didn't work out. Or maybe she's a surprise cameo. We'll see. But it's definitely heavily Kill Bill influenced, I think. Uh, the other thing I thought of was Kung Pao Enter the Fist with uh, just, you know, parodying with childish humor, uh, those old martial arts uh, movies. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's fair. Also, Kung Fury. Yeah, sure. Why not? That too. So uh, we will move on. Uh, when, uh, a lot of these were a little bit on the smaller side so far, I feel like. So th this is like, I think they're position positioning this as a little bit of a bigger movie. Where the Crawdads Sing uh, in theaters July 15th. It's a huge novel right now. The film stars Daisy Edgar Jones. It's from Reese Witherspoon's production company. Um, and this is like one of these kind of like Southern murder mystery type movies. Um, Southern it, Gothic, maybe. Southern Gothic. Gothic. So. Yeah, I, I think maybe. But uh, in the yeah, I don't bayou. Know, in the bayou, in the swamps. What do you think about this? You know, what's her name? Daisy, Daisy, Daisy Edgar. Edgar Jones. Man, has she just ascended like a rocket? She is the star of... Uh, all stars right now she's in everything yeah. 
I watched Normal People and I thought, you know, both her and uh, the guy who played Connor, who's uh, seemingly a little more choosy, but she's get, they're both great and they're both going to be huge stars and everything. And like um, when I say uh, choosy, it means like he's doing less because she's not making like bad movies. Like I just watched Under the Banner of Heaven and she was very That's good. At that. She's just yeah. she's just a good actress. So like you said, this is a, a huge book and. Look, Beasts of the Southern Wild was the first thing that came to mind because, like, she's a girl in the swamps who has to take care of herself and, you know, yeah. uh, make her own life. And then uh, it seems like, uh, is it Sam Watterson, who's her lawyer in this one? Um, yeah. And he's he's got to play a lawyer who defends someone who, how do you defend someone who is seemingly guilty, right? And mm-hmm. in that climate... Uh, it brought me right back to a time to kill. Speaking of your friend Samuel Jackson, sure. You know the gift wasn't that one, the Sam Raimi one, where it was like one of these kind of Southern New Orleans. Because w- when we talk Southern, we're really talking in this very contained area of Louisiana and everything. So sure, um, sure. So I thought that the gift, the Sam Raimi movie, and then any of these surviving off the land movies, you can pick your your favorite Dave, but I kind of like those where it's like one character and knows the land better than everyone else and has to evade and escape and, and survive. Sure. Sure. Absolutely. Uh, I thought of uh mud or really any of Jeff Nichols. Yeah, films. there you go. You that's know, one of them. Yeah, yeah. That's got that whole kind of vibe. Also another one kind of in that uh, realm is winter's bone with Jennifer Lawrence. Um, that's more uh, drug based, not necessarily South. That but, movie's um, awesome. So good. Uh, and then the last thing I thought of, I mean, like I said, Reese Witherspoon is a producer on this. Basically, all of her prestige TV shows that she's been involved with, whether Little Fires Everywhere or Sharp Objects, like all that kind of stuff where it's like dark and there's a mystery and a murder, a girl being murdered and all that kind of stuff. She's really done an awesome job of carving out her niche, you know, yeah. um, as a producer. We know what a talented actress she is. But um, yeah. yeah, Hello, Sunshine. What a what a good name for a production company that does a lot of murders, lots of murders of young <laughs> women. Murder but I'm excited, and I I really like I said, Daisy Edgar Jones is just gonna be uh, she's a household name to to be. I think. Yeah, absolutely. So Mrs. Harris goes to Paris is coming to theaters also July fifteenth uh, with Leslie Manville uh, as the star. Of uh, this beloved 50s novel. There was a uh, 90s movie of it uh, starring Angela Lansbury. I think it was a TV movie. Uh, it's about a British housekeeper that really wants an expensive dress and then sets off in this kind of like older lady adventure to get there and actually get that dress. What do you think about this? Well, you know, we've talked about this. I do like this. This one's not for me, but I am fond of the entire genre of older British people up to no good i mean not that she's up to anything bad but getting into rascally adventures you know (laughs) so like i'm so glad that's a subgenre of stuff you know and we see you know we see it right now mark rylance is out with that movie where you know like i'm in the british open but i'm the worst golfer who's ever lived you know like (laughs) i'm glad that these exist we just covered that one a few weeks uh few months ago about you know we're gonna rob the museum to give to the poor you know yeah so, yeah <laughs> um i love it it's great i mean you know it's this whole idea of an underappreciated uh maid so i thought of the help right away and mm. then you know you got to go with those fashion movies of the devil wears prada or cruella and then i think you know 
last on the list, you could put something where it's really about like the uh, the love letter to Paris. So I went with Midnight in Paris. All right. Yeah, that you're right. You got to have something about Paris in there. So that's a good one. I thought, you know, speaking of like, like, you know, silly older people, I, I thought of Florence Foster Jenkins with Meryl Streep uh, as bad, uh, bad. She's a bad singer who's trying to be a big star. Yeah. So, so that's a fun one. Um, And then I thought of uh, it, this isn't the same vibe, but uh, the idea of somebody going on an adventure because they want one simple thing. Uh, I thought of Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. I was going to say Lord of the Rings. <laughs> well, that's, yeah, I guess that would fit too. But wouldn't that's it be a, great if she gets bigger. the Christian Dior dress and she turns into a golem or something like mm-hmm. that? Like, my precious dress. <laughs> and she just murders everyone who tries to touch her dress or whatever. <laughs> that would be a really weird development. Yeah, well, I, you know, uh, I'm good with that. So. What if it was Angela Lansbury that turned into that golem character? Or... What if Angela Lansbury solved the murder of Ooh. Leslie Manville murdering people because of her pressure? <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of Harold and Kumar go to White Castle, how's that for a transition to our next movie, Jason? You're a pro. You're a real pro, Dave. Yeah. Really. Don't Make Me Go, coming to Prime Video on July 15th, uh, starring John Cho and uh, Mia Isaac, and directed by Hannah Marks, a father-daughter road trip movie um he is a father who finds out he's dying so he talks his daughter into going on this road trip with him it looks really sweet what do you think about this do you, did she write this as well hannah marks i think just directed i think it was yeah. a book actually we like hannah marks and yeah. obviously john cho it looks all right i mean i i don't know it might be tough uh for me to watch there with the yeah. whole daddy daughter road trip hopefully i'm never in that position of like dad's taking you on a road trip because he's gonna die soon <laughs> right but, do you want to tell us anything right now Jason? no i'm good i thank you <laughs> okay. and knock on wood let's stay that way <laughs> yeah um yeah i don't know man um look so dying father uh maybe he doesn't die in this one but dying father trying to rebuild a relationship uh i thought of royal tenenbaums uh mm-hmm. right there um and then you think of like any vacation like national lampoons vacation any of those like family road trips to bond type thing and then the last one i thought of was another weird kind of road trip there's a road trip sequence but we haven't talked about this movie in a long time but kind of that road trip gone wrong thing as good as it gets yeah sure absolutely i haven't seen that in a long time but i remember it being great yeah how about nebraska Alexander Payne's Nebraska. There's a father-son road trip going on there. So, you know, a little different, but um, I'll throw that one in there. Also, Little Miss Sunshine for the family bonding during a road trip, and the dad has some kind of secret that he doesn't want the kids to know. Uh, isn't this the writers of Little Miss Sunshine? If um... I'm not sure. You you might be right about that. Yeah. It kind of seems like their kind of thing, so I wouldn't be surprised if you're right there. Yeah. Next up. Now, this one, The Gray Man. It's coming limited release in theaters July 15th, and then it will be on Netflix July 22nd. It is a Netflix movie directed by the Russo brothers. It costs $200 million, and it stars Ryan Gosling and Chris Evans, Anna DeArmas, Billy Bob Thornton, and Netflix is just absolutely praying that this is a hit because uh, it has to be. Or they're gonna have problems. I mean, when I watched this preview, I was like, "This is this is our movie, Dave. Me and you for this month. This is the <laughs> okay. one." Look, it's such a simple, like you know, uh, someone's a secret government op, and we're gonna go 
do a murder and murder that guy. And, mm-hmm. but like the action looks so good in this movie. So, um, I will probably watch it at my house, but, uh, honestly, like, eh, this could be uh, one where you could argue with theater for me and everything, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I hope it's good. I really do. And I mean, you know, I love Ryan Gosling. So, I mean, I'm, I'm all in for that, but I don't know. Th- this just looks so simple you said the word simple it looks so simple to me like just good action movie and i just don't know where 200 million dollars went with this trailer maybe in those action sequences i don't know hopefully they're hiding some of the uh really good stuff but it, we'll see I what, what it you good i guess i liked it more than you i mean yeah. born mission impossible take your picks just go right down there dave that's what i i literally wrote born mission impossible james bond all of it. Yeah. That, that's what I wrote in my notes. Like it, it doesn't look anything different from those. And that's why I'm a little like unsure of it. But at the same time, it looks like it fits in with all those. And those are all big money makers. So hopefully I'm excited for it. Probably more yeah. than any other this month. It looked good. Although the next one, I think we're all excited for as well. So. Yeah. Let, let's talk about that. That is Jordan Peele's Nope, which will be in theaters on July 22nd. It's his third feature after Get Out and Us. Uh, seems to be about aliens, uh, also about acting, possibly Hollywood uh, stunt people, maybe um, it, it, they're very secretive in the trailers about what exactly is going on, which is kind of how all of his films have been. I'm always looking forward to whatever he does, even though I didn't like us as much as Get Out. What, what do you think about this trailer? Uh, yeah, I mean, I've seen so many different iterations of this trailer now, right? Yeah. They keep releasing different things. And you're right. They keep not giving away too much but i do see that whole like if they're not stunt people maybe they're like celebrity horse wranglers like they you know they they're animal trainers and you know that does have that kind of once upon a time in hollywood type feel to it um there's a whole in this last trailer i watched there's this whole element of like hey we're gonna we're gonna capture on tape what's going on right Mm, you know yeah yeah so um that i um you know i thought a super eight right away and, you know, this the setting reminded me of A Quiet Place. But I do want to throw one other in there that I don't know if it fits, but I think tonally there's some humor in here and this idea of having to fight back against it. Do you ever see Attack of the Block? I have never seen Attack of the Block. I want to see that. Yeah, you should. It's really kind of a fun like, you know, we we live in the projects of England. And then like, you know, the, the aliens come and like, we, we going to beat them all up. We are, you know, and like, but you know, we're trying to, hey, look, we don't want to just say born and mission impossible for everything. Right. So like, sure. If you haven't seen attack of the block, that's a movie I would recommend there. Yeah. Yeah. That's been another one on my list that I've been wanting to watch one of these days. Yeah. It's so hard to say what's going on here. I had a quiet place on my uh, list as well, uh, just for those small town vibes that they kind of are showing. The secretiveness of it all, maybe it's not uh, there in the actual story, but I thought of Cloverfield and the way that they always use their trailers to not really give anything away. Yeah. We've already, we've now we've covered the J.J. Abrams spectrum of this thing. Yes. Yes, we have. And last but not least, uh, you know, I've always felt Jordan Peele's films are very Spielberg influenced. So I thought of Close Encounters uh, as another one, especially with the alien stuff going on. So I think setting wise, you could also look at uh, the Nick Cage movie we all like, Color Out of Space. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. So that's a good one. So we've got one last movie. This is coming to theaters July 29th. It is called Vengeance. It's BJ Novak's directorial debut. 
uh, about a podcaster who's investigating the opioid overdose case and people in the small town all think it's like a murder case or something and he gets all mixed up in it. Uh, also stars Ashton Kutcher, uh, Boyd Hallbrook, Issa Rae, John Mayer is apparently in it. What do you think about this? Yeah, he's a talented guy, DJ Novak. Um, it'll be interesting, but there's also that whole element of like, is it a murder? Is not a murder? And we're yeah. going to all put it on a podcast, right? And then it's like, you know, he's he's a big city liberal and he's got to yeah. deal with all these like red state, you know, kind of like down home folks and everything. So I, I'm excited. I'm not excited, but like, hey, this is something different, right? Like, that's good. Yeah. So, you know, only murders in the building uh, will be season two will be released by the time this goes live. So that's what I that's really good fun show of, you know, kind of that. Uh, have you watched it? I haven't, and I think I would love it, but I haven't watched it yet. Why don't you watch it? You know me. I may never make time for TV, but if I do, that's one of the shows I would definitely yeah, that, watch. Yeah, that kind of podcast, Solve a Murder. And then I thought the idea of kind of playing with that red state, blue state thing, um, I, I picked Borat and Veep for those two. Okay. So those those are those are interesting ones. Uh, yeah, I just had like true crime podcasts in general, like just how popular they are right now. I, are I, you that, listening like, to any good ones? I I don't. I've never listened to any of them. I only listen to movie podcasts for the uh, most part. I listen honestly. to a ton of true crime podcasts. So. Really? So yeah, yeah I, I I feel like just that how they've taken over the culture. I mean, I think that that's a big influence here. And the other thing, you know, talking about like weird small town was like weird people uh you know just the coen brothers influence in general like fargo is a good example of that but uh just like you know all that oddball stuff getting mixed up in a crime uh so that that as well um maybe a little bit of kevin smith's red state you know talking about the red state stuff so uh throw that in there as well while we're at it well dave it's a big month you know we we didn't talk about persuasion which mm-hmm. kind of looks like the favorite in it some ways. We didn't talk about American Carnage, which looks like it's seven different genres in one. Yeah, uh, I don't even remember what She Will is. House Party, I couldn't believe how bad it looked. And then, <laughs> I didn't uh, watch the trailer. But... DC League of Super Pets looks fun, though. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm an animal lover, so I, I, I would maybe watch that. And also, of course, you know, right at the top, Minions and Thor, uh, the first week of the the month so you know those will be huge movies that i'm sure everybody will be talking about so um she will actually uh that has uh alice krieg in it who was in um gretel and hansel uh she she's great i i would watch that just for her so um yeah a lot of stuff coming out in july it'll be an interesting month for sure watch them all dave watch try. them all or i will try kill you <laughs> Jason, uh, what's going on on Awesome Movie Year right now? Awesome Movie Year. We are just starting our 1992 season. We love all the feedback. It seems like people are really excited about it. I'm excited about it. Uh, we've started with the box office champ, Aladdin, and the next episode will be out will be our first feature, Reservoir Dogs, by some man named Quentin Tarantino, who I don't know. I don't know yeah, what no influence on anything. But 1992 is going to be great. It's going to be such a fun season. 
Hell yeah. And what uh, what do you got going on with your comedy and your trivia nights and all that stuff? Hey, man, it looks like we are there at Resorts World every Thursday, at least. I mean, we've talked about extending, you know, so I, I, it seems like we're there regularly now. Every Thursday, 6 to 8 at Doghouse, it's free. The prizes are great. It's like, you know, so that's a lot of fun. If you want to do something a little more local in Vegas, we're there every Tuesday at Craft House for trivia night from uh, 6.30 to 8.30 in Henderson. Yeah, I'm in uh, Pahrump coming up, so that's good for comedy, right? Pahrump. Nice. So uh, I got some local stuff. And then in August, I think we got some big shows coming with some good restaurants. My new brand is called Eat This Comedy, where I team up with restaurants. We do a specialty menu, and then you get a comedy show afterwards. It's a pretty cool thing. So look for that. Look for the trivia party. That's my uh, comedy and uh, my comedies eat this comedy and my trivia thing is is the trivia party. So that's what's going on. You're going to ask me about my socials. As I said, go for Jason on Letterboxd, Jason Harris Comedy or Jay Harris Comedy on all the socials. Go for Jason.com. Don't go there. Definitely don't go there. But uh, I will be going to your trivia night next week. So definitely. I'm excited. You know, yeah. you know, Dave, here's an idea. You know, we have. Why don't you get a whole, why don't we do a whole night where we get some members of the popcorn and puzzle pieces group and I'll do a whole movie trivia night for you guys. We should do that. I, I am a hundred percent down to make that'd that be happen. so much fun. We could do that even at your house if you wanted or something like that or at a bar. I, we could do a bar. Let, let's, let's stick to a bar. Yeah. Yeah. No one wants <laughs> to see your dead dog. No. I'm Josh Bell. And I'm Jason Harris, and we co-host a podcast called Awesome Movie Year. Each season, we take a look back at an awesome year for movies, which is every year. We deep dive into these specific years, and we pick out why they were such great years for films. We go over the biggest hits, the biggest flops, the best pictures, some personal picks, some cult classics. Years we've covered in past seasons include 1994, 2003, 1977, and 1984, and we've got all of film history to look forward to. So check us out at awesomemovieyear.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. All right, so I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Jason Harris about some of the movies coming out in July. Uh, everybody, make sure you're subscribed wherever you listen to podcasts. Drop those five stars. Follow us on social media at PiecingPod and join our Facebook group, Popcorn and Puzzle Pieces. And uh, don't forget about our Patreon, produced by David Rosen, where there is a bunch of stuff from Piecing It Together right now, advanced episodes, as well as a brand new bonus episode from Awesome Movie Year, Jason's podcast. And I will be posting some music soon. I was actually hoping to have it done to actually preview at the end of this episode uh, and then post it on the Patreon. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm sick. I've got the COVID after 27 months of staying away from it. So uh, uh, well, maybe I'll get it done later this week. We'll see. So I'm going to uh, go take more medicine and drink a lot of water. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to play a song called Multiply from my self-titled album, David Rosen. Hope you enjoy Multiply. We'll be back and more piecing it together soon.
an All Points West production, produced by David Rosen in Las Vegas.